Welcome, everybody, to another thrilling edition of Shooting from the Hip. My name is Sean Big Day Brown, and with me, as always, Michael Classic. What's going on, Classic? Oh, no, much. It's been a while. Been a while. Yeah. A lot of stuff has happened. Oh, yeah. Lots of shaking. A lot of bacon. I shake up. There's. 18 new television shows for wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. You watching uh, NWA Power Hour? There's two uh, hours of power. Ooh, two hours of power. Wow. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I, I believe power. Yeah, I think that that's the word that has the two. It, at the end, there's two hours instead of just one hour. I think I prefer it to be power that has two hours instead of hour. <sighs> I've heard good things about the uh, Power Hour. I just uh... got a lot to watch. <laughs> yeah, seems interesting because it's it's like the see, the main people seem to be Nick Aldis, uh, Colt Cabana, James Storm, Eli Drake, um, uh, Trevor Murdoch. Yeah, that's right, Trevor Murdoch. Yeah, I heard he came back. Um, he's there to prove something, I think. Which uh, that just seems strange. I'm interested to see what he looks like now. Oh, let's see. And then uh, you know, uh, Rock and Roll Express won their tag team titles. Uh, yeah, that's a spoiler tag. That's, that's not. Uh, that's not encouraging. Hmm. Yeah, uh, that just seems odd. But uh, then again, you know, Jim Cornette is just announced. just going just going back to history, just going back to history. <laughs> I, any truth to the rumor that the, they think maybe uh, Ric Flair might uh, win the NWA title? Uh, I'm sure that's a rumor, and it probably is a good rumor too. You know, his contract. I mean, coming he up. he looked solid up against Hogan. His contract's coming up, so there's you know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's a matter of time before he's he's probably he's going to be reviewing all the all the offers. Well, he needs to win one more so he can match that raw uh, board video board. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, who knows? NWA, AEW. So what are you going to do whenever uh, Impact actually gets their show going again? I, I, I might start watching that again regular because... Uh, it sounded know, like it was good. Whenever... Someone made a good point that, uh, you know, it's probably been a good year and a half, two years since they've done something like dumb mm-hmm. where you're like oh TNA and the more you think well, about- uh, I don't know I don't know if you consider it dumb I haven't I haven't been able to see it in totality but the stuff with um, Allie and uh, oh what's her name oh this the, the yeah that's crazy stuff no that was good stuff that was fun stuff that was all right. That was in the line of that was in the line of the broken universe stuff. Uh, not as where you're good. either you're either gonna love it or you're gonna hate it. Why am I why am I forgetting her name? 
uh, Sue Young or the uh, oh, uh, um, uh, not Daphne, <laughs> <laughs> the one that's like Daphne, yes. Uh, she's a See? better worker. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely a better worker. See, you forgot her name too. Um, the the good looking goth chick. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know who I'm talking about. Just say her name. Uh, uh Abyss. Rosemary. Rosemary. Abyss. Rosemary. <laughs> I was gonna make the connection, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, that was rough. <laughs> So, uh, um, yeah, because uh, so I read a whole thing saying, say, look at saying that you know, our I think ROH is taking the place of Impact where you, you TNA where you go, oh, oh ROH, how silly of you, um, because the latest uh, craziness in the world of their world, I guess. I don't know if you. I'm still trying to figure. I thought Shane Taylor was fired, but I guess that was all storyline. Um, uh, I'm I'm about a month behind on ROH TV watching, although I'm very disappointed in their TV program now. Well, now you can watch it, watch it live as they tape it. So if you pay for the. Yeah, but I'm not. Come on. Yeah. I'm not well, paying for that. Anyways. Um, the the Maria Maniac or Manic or whatever her name is. I don't know if you noticed her yet. Um, she was yeah. I'd, I'd seen going some after a war. Okay, she ends up beating up uh, security guards most of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously they were building something to her, according mm-hmm. to PW Insider. You know, they were. Building to her, do you know, probably beating, um, getting a title shot against Angelina Love, but now she's not even champion anymore. But also, there were Angelina Love's not, yeah, she's she's not champ. She lost, she won it and lost it back to Kelly Klein already. Oh my god, um, and then, uh, and she doesn't seem very happy with the ROH fans, (laughs) Angelina Love, yeah, okay. Cause she, cause she, she said there was like all, all every show she gets all these people yelling at her about her weight and how she's too small, but it's not supposed to matter about how you look. It's supposed to be how you work in Ring of Honor. Well, I mean, she is smaller than Darby Allen or Allen. She's smaller than a dude, or she's bigger. I was, I was, I was referencing the fact that he's really small. Oh, <laughs> that's a different company, man. Different company. <laughs> uh, so, is Velvet Anyways, is on. Velvet Sky still part of it or no? I, I, she disappeared. I haven't seen her name. In right. A while. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Maybe her and Bully broke up or something. <laughs> because. You know, it's always it's been just uh, her and um, Angelia Love and uh, Mandy Leone. 
maybe uh, ever since kid, I, she seemed to have disappeared about the time of the incident in Portland with the fan. What maybe incident? that where uh, a fan was supposed to have been really harassing them. Oh, gotcha. And then security brought him back where Bully Ray had a talk with him. <laughs> and, that seems kind of odd. And, uh, you know, Bully made it seem like it was just, hey, man, just be cool. Don't, you know, there's certain lines you don't need to cross as a fan. Because, like, they were saying it was, like, real harassment, what he was saying to the women. Because mm-hmm. he had showed up the night before, too, in, like, Seattle or something or somewhere else they were. Oh, so he's a loyal fan. <laughs> And then, um, Why would his, just... his story was he was threatened by Bully Ray. And it's like, you know, who who are you going to believe? Bully Ray saying, I, I just suggested he calm down. Or a fan saying Bully Ray threatened him. Uh, I kind of believe the guy <laughs> Bully Ray threatened him. It's just me. Well... <laughs> I think both are probably lacking some court credibility. <laughs> I mean, if you got a guy that is just uh, constantly harassing women, that that can't be that great. I don't know if I, I can trust. I don't know if I can trust that guy. Because then I remember. Because then Kevin Owens, I think, paid for the guy to come to the Portland shop when WWE was there. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Because he was kicked out of a show. Still, maybe he didn't believe the whole shit talk. But anyways, okay. So the 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 one chick, the Maria chick, whatever. How are you? Yeah, Maria Man Manic or whatever. So, uh, guess what? This week she's at a WWE tryout. Wow! Wow! And you might say to yourself, "How's that possible?" Well, ROH signed her to a six month contract that's already up. So even though they're still you you know kind of using her on television, building to something, she doesn't have a contract. Uh, that does sound TNA ish. <laughs> Especially when you consider what worse though is, uh, I'm pretty sure uh, ROH has the money where they could have you know probably been been like okay we're gonna pay you blah 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 blah. Uh, and the story, and you know, have done the whole storyline before her contract was up. Uh, Maybe they should just drop their women's division. Uh, possibly. You know, the interesting thing is, uh, you know, how New Japan, you know, they haven't had a women's division, right? Uh, their parent company just bought, bought Stardom, which is the big Japanese woman's company over there. So, and according to sources, the reason why it happened was because they saw all the success that was around the uh, the women for WrestleMania being in the mm-hmm. main event. So they were like, maybe it wouldn't be a bad idea to get involved in women's wrestling when you know. Okay, they kind but, of down on it before, but but okay, the I don't know if I just go off of that and say, hey, maybe we should get in the women's division because we're talking about some elite talent there. 
Well, yeah. <clears throat> also, speaking of uh, Japan and mm-hmm. uh, buying companies. Yep. So there's a rumor that WWE was trying really hard to start NXT Japan. Okay. And they had made an offer to buy Pro Wrestling Noah to kind of be the start, the kickoff of Pro NXT Japan. Man, they really just don't like Kenta, do they? <laughs> and it did not happen. <laughs> Well, I think technically he's in New Japan now, so I, I think so too. But <laughs> but it's you know, yeah, one could one could take it as they're just really sticking it to him. <laughs> well, he's probably building around him, oh. man. Oh, you wanted to go back home, huh? We'll buy that. <laughs> you will not escape us, Kinta. Yeah, I'm just saying. Kushida is way off to a way better start than Kento. So, yeah, he hasn't gotten hurt. Well, not exactly. That's a plus. <laughs> oh, did he get hurt with the Walter match? You didn't match? see last time. Apparently, he had he uh, he he aggravated an old injury and he has a hairline fracture in his wrist. But they said he should only be out a month. Gotcha. <sighs> but it was well worth it because that match was awesome. The match he had last night? No, Walter versus... Oh, Walter. Yeah, that was pretty good. Walter, just print money. Just print money with that dude. (laughs) So is he officially going to be over here, or is he going back to UK? Um, I don't don't think he's going to be here full-time because he doesn't want to live in America. Right. It, it, it was odd though that he like had flown three weeks in a row over, <laughs> or at least I don't know. Technically, I guess he could have flown one week and stayed for three weeks. Right. He wasn't on last night's show though, so I don't think he was. I think he must have gone back home for a while at least. I Cause think I, I I never really could get confirmation on it. They they acted like. Because they would say Imperium's here in in uh, NXT, but they didn't say is Imperium here to stay. I think they or... are technically in NXT, but I think they're not going to take them away from UK because you know he's the UK. Yeah, show. that would that would destroy the whole UK show. <laughs> uh, I think it was just uh. <laughs> Uh, they're gonna have. He's gonna be over on NXT more often. Well, not more often, but I think it, it's just a way to be like, oh, he'll be. Don't worry, he's gonna be on NXT. Because I'm still waiting. Because I thought uh, I I was hearing that Tony Storm was gonna be brought over, and uh, I she hasn't shown up yet. Mm. Every other woman though wants a title shot against Shayna Baszler. <laughs> yeah, and Bianca... I'm sorry. I love Bianca Belair, but she does not have a case. She does not. You're correct. She lost twice. Yep, she's she... out. She cannot make the claim that, uh, like, if she wants to claim that she ha- she's ahead of EO. Okay, fine. I love EO. Mm-hmm. EO is my favorite. <laughs> my favorite. 
Not Rhea Ripley? I love Rhea Ripley, too. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. She's up there. Technically, it's like a EO, Tony, and Rhea Ripley. They're all, like, fighting for number one. Uh, uh, but right now, EO has the number one spot. On the uh, on on the classic five, on the classic five <laughs> of women in NXT slash NXT UK. So I I think I think maybe this should be a new segment. We get a classic five each week. We we did something like that before, where it was like the Booker's Fab Five, where there would be like yes. people on it instead of five people. Uh huh. He's in my Fab Five. He's in my Fab Five. He's in my. Wait a second. There's a lot of people in your fave five, Booker. Yeah, but so that wasn't actually five. We just kept listening to everybody and saying they were on their five, his fab five. Speaking of uh, fave fives, uh, Cody Rhodes said that he believes that the first uh, top five rankings for AEW will come out the Friday before uh, full gear. Mm, convenient. I wonder if he'll be number one. <laughs> Well, I would hope so, because if not, then he doesn't deserve <laughs> the match, right? <laughs> That's I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> was he number one contender? Is he number one contender now because uh, Dar- Darby Allen had his match? I, I'm confused. Um, well, yeah, it's a good question. Was Cody... Guaranteed the title shot, or was Cody and Jericho just a guaranteed match? Which one was it? Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, if Darby wanted to, did that mean someone else could? Cody would have faced Jericho, and Darby would have faced the next top contender of. I I'm I am not quite sure. They did Marco not stunt at zero and two. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm thinking no. <laughs> uh. I haven't watched last night's show, but it must have been a disappointment because Luchasaurus had to they had to take him off the card because of a hamstring injury. A a non uh, non contact hamstring inj- thigh injury is what they. So said. did the Lucha Brothers versus uh, uh, whatever they what did they call? They called it uh, Jurassic whatever. Jurassic, uh, whatever that experience or yeah, um, that match was like what 30 seconds, right? No, oh my god, yeah, okay. The, the, the team that beat and took the team that they claimed to be the best tag team in the world to the limit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. without their best guy. Lost. Okay, okay. Well, I'll watch it. Maybe, maybe it tells a really good story. So. No, nope, <laughs> nope. It's not. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, what about uh, SCU versus Best Friends? That was good. Okay. Not gonna. You're not gonna guess. Where it was in the card. Where was it on the card? Uh, did it... Uh... 
Was it uh, second to the main event? Nope, it was the opener. Oh, the it, yeah, they got a they got a trend where they like put one really good match at the very beginning. That that I will say, I do like how NXT and AEW both start off hot, mm-hmm. off hot, mm-hmm. and then it depends. So so you get like a really good match. This is this is what the pattern seems to be. You get a really good match, a whole bunch of crap in the middle, and then two really good matches at the end. I wouldn't call it crap, but also I... I or with AEW? Yeah. I wouldn't call it crap. Also, I wouldn't say two really good matches at the end because... Okay, okay maybe I'm extreme on both sides. Because... I mean, it was an okay tag match at the end of last week, but uh, it was more of everything that happened afterwards with that. And same thing first week, the six-man, it was okay. All right, how about it? it they give you a hot angle at the end. How's okay, that? That's, you like that? Is that, a better, angle, is that a better description for you? Technically, technically, the first two weeks, it was the same angle. It was still hot. <laughs> you know, with the There we go. Circle. There we go. We're going to you're going to have the classic 5 and we're going to have Sean's hot angle. The inner circle which was It's just going to be Karen all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I believe it's Karen Jarrett now so you can't, can't. <laughs> Don't care. <laughs> uh <laughs> The uh, inner circle, which is, I, I think, the, the the strangest constructed group in, in the history of wrestling. But So, why, why are you so down on that? <laughs> I just don't think LAX fits in at all. Why is that? <laughs> just because, uh, I don't know. It just seems like. The other three more are elitist types where, oh, we're better than everybody at LAX is. We want to hurt people. <laughs> I, it just seems odd. Like, to me, uh, uh, let me think if one of the tag te- Um, You know what? Private party, they're kind of cocky. I think they would mm-hmm. fit it better with Jericho and Swagger and Sammy. I guess. I mean, I, you, technically, I, you, technically you s- the perfect would be the Young Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> they would, yeah. Uh, I mean, the best friends seem to be heels now. You could put them in there. And I'm not sold on... Uh... Sammy in the group either, technically, but <laughs> why not? Uh, again, it just seems like uh, you know, uh, uh, I don't know. I, 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 I think they were doing it on purpose. I think originally they came up with a group of white people, and they're like, no, we can't have it be all white people. <laughs> think so huh 
Like, don't you think it kind of would have made more sense for, like, let's say it'd be, let's say, like, Jericho Swagger, um, Spears, Sean Spears, mm-hmm. and, uh, like I said, the Hardy, the Hardy sucks. <laughs> the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks probably was not pitched, though, because that would have been so. Uh, I guess. I mean, is there some other team that they, some new team or something that we don't know about? They could have gone with the white team of uh, best friends. Maybe that that's what was, that's, that's what I'm saying. You could have done maybe that was friends. the original pitch. And then they were like, wait, no, no, no. Remember, we're all exclusive. We're all, we're not inclusive. <laughs> or whatever, however they say it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, boop, 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 boop. I bet you at one point they were like, maybe we should put Sunny Kiss in this group. So, you know, let them know, you know. See? Uh-huh. Jericho, he, 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 he loves gay people. So much so, he's part of his group. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. uh, real quick, I, I, I didn't tell you. And this is totally not wrestling related. Well, I guess may, maybe it is. Guess who's a season ticket holder for the XFL, baby? Oh, man. Awesome. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Battlehawks. Let's go, Battlehawks. Out of the quarterbacks that they named the first eight quarterbacks, I'm like, I know him. Kind of, sort of. Did you? Because I had no idea who he was. I'm like, I know that guy. He I played- knew Landry Jones and I knew Andy, or not Andy, but Aaron Murray. Yeah, there. Yeah, there. There's only one guy on the list. I'm like, I never even heard of that dude. Period. I'm hoping. I'm hoping we. Uh, I'm hoping we get Lawrence from Clemson. Ooh. Supposedly, there's supposedly well, there's supposedly there's rumors that uh, the XFL is going to throw a whole bunch of money at Lawrence. Whenever after this season, yeah, because he can't go into the NFL draft yet, yeah, but he could go to the XFL because the XFL doesn't have that rule. Yes, that's true. So, so they're hoping they could throw a whole bunch of money at him, kind of like what the USFL used to do with the like Jim Kelly and uh, some other guys. <laughs> that does make the most sense. So I'm hoping I'm hoping we get him. All I know, they're all like, okay. I love the the uh, how luck. Um, yeah, if we could get luck, that'd be awesome too. But I don't think that's going to happen. I'm telling you, Andrew Luck will be part of the XFL. <laughs> that's the whole reason he retired from the NFL. Is cause yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I think, be- <laughs> I think there's a better chance we get Brock Osweiler, who just retired from the NFL. Than- I think that once the season's over, he's going to be like, you know what? I changed my mind. I'm ready to play football, but instead of going back to the NFL, I'm going to the XFL. Battlehawks, baby! I'm going to help my daddy. Yeah, I don't think so. Since his daddy is the president and uh, CF- <laughs> CEO or whatever. Yeah. We, we debated at work today that on whether them getting a Lawrence or or even if it was an Andrew Luck, if that would be good for the league or not. Because it would be, you're going to assign just one team, and that team's going to be so unfairly balanced compared to everybody else. 
Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out why Kaepernick isn't part of the league. Uh, I don't know. I, I... You know, uh, I love the fact that uh, Antonio Brown said he no chance XFL. When he did like some video chat where he's answering questions. Well, there's no chance that XFL wants him. <laughs> and then he went from no chance XFL to but you know, uh, New England, you owe me money, so why don't you just let me play for you? <laughs> After what you said, you're not going to play there. Uh-oh. Let's see. I'm looking at the St. Louis Battlehawks. Uh, uh, A running game stack, baby. Skill positions. Uh, you got uh, Christine Michael, Matt Jones. Hold on. Where did my. No. I lost it. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Brogan Roback is our backup? Oh, sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh. Couple, a couple MU grads. Uh-huh. Yep. <clears throat> Keeping it close to home. Oh, man. James Madison. <laughs> offensive line? Oh, man. Look at that offensive line. That's better than... The Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> uh, uh, let me speak on this. Let me speak on the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Please and skip, do. And skip Bayless. Uh, oh, God. Here we go. I, I still don't understand why you listen to him. I just got to see how he spins it each week about how nothing is Dak Prescott's fault and everything's everybody else's fault. Let me guess. Jason Garrett's a big cause of it. Oh, he's he, oh he's horrible. He's not that good of a coach. He can't motivate a team. He's clap back. That's what he calls it. All he can do is clap. That's all he does. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> if they have more, if they had a more motivated a coach with who could motivate them, they would have won last week. They would have won the last three weeks when, you know. Instead of instead of you know having awful first halves, they would have had all great first halves and second halves. Also, it's never <laughs> Dak brings them back in every, the last three weeks, all three games. Dak was the reason why they almost won. But mm-hmm. if he would have made one play in the first half of any of those games, wouldn't they have won those games? Oh, you know, you shouldn't be focusing on that. Oh, and then I loved how this week, oh, Elliot, every time he touched the ball, minus one yard, minus two yards, back to the line of scrimmage. I'm like, dude had over 100 yards. How many times did he rush the ball if he had if every play was a negative one yard play? Because guess what? That, ain't, that is not possible. You dumb idiot. <laughs> oh, and then, and then I like. My favorite thing about him in any discussion is if you bring up one of the things he says negative about somebody, like, you know, if he wants to, he'll show you that QBR is stupid. But that's what his go-to. Oh, QBR. Oh, that's a great stat. Dak's number Unless one. Unless it doesn't fit into his argument. Dak's number one. Number one. Not my homeboy. Dak Prescott. Well, I mean, so isn't LeBron his boy? No, no. Oh, really? 
Because I was going to say, LeBron's doing the same stuff. No, 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 no. Shannon is LeBron. Uh, okay, my bad. That's... Uh, sk- okay. Skip is oddly... He's got odd hate. I mean... I think the only player in the NBA he 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 dislikes more than LeBron is uh uh what's his face um who just who won the title for Toronto I mean one time oh Kawhi Leonard yeah he hates Kawhi because Kawhi left his San Antonio team yeah okay and he doesn't even call him Kawhi he calls him number six. Who went to the six? He calls Kawhi number six. <laughs> he doesn't call him Kawhi or or Leonard. He only calls him number six. Interesting. Because, you know, he fucked over my spurs. No, no, but LeBron, though, it's odd. Like... Like, I'm not, um, you know, I'm, I'm one that still says Jordan was a better player, I but, hope. but this dude, this dude, oh, is, he, is, he doesn't have clutch. He doesn't have the clutch gene. Whatever. Oh, oh! Here was my favorite argument about why why he, why Dak looked great against the Jets, the winless Jets, by the way. Um, he got hit twenty times, twenty times. Any other quarter, North, uh, Tony Romo would have been out for the season if he took one of those hits. Okay, but not my. Oh, not Dak. Oh, he's a real man. Yeah, but Romo wasn't one of the. Top five quarterbacks in the league whenever he was around. Guess what? Dak isn't either. Right. <laughs> Dak is middle level. Dak but... is a is a decent quarterback. Yeah. That's it. <sighs> Who's going to get overpaid? Because that's what NFL teams do with quarterbacks. Yeah, either Dallas is going to give him too much money, or uh, one of the, a stupid team who's desperate for a. a Who's like, all we need is that quarterback. Like Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Although he looked pretty good on Sunday, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's not like Kirk Cousins has never looked good before. I know. It's just a matter he doesn't look good consistently. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, you know, hey, uh, what's-his-face had a good year in Minnesota, and they didn't want him. They wanted Kirk Cousins over him. Oh, who was it? Oh, Case Keenum. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think they were right on that. Well, Case, I, I think it was a system thing. I think Case would be Thanks. fine in Minnesota, but you're you're probably right. But it's one of those things where Minnesota wants they want a guy that they could take. Case probably wasn't going to take him to a title. No, no, probably not. As evidenced by his stints in Denver and now Washington. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we got way off track. We did. Sorry. But XFL That's... technically is not off off track. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, 
So uh, let's talk about the draft. Yep. Uh, first pres- off, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say horrible presentation. <laughs> that war room stuff was stupid. Without a doubt. Um, no, no, no executive boardroom is going to look like that. I do like, uh, you can tell that Fitz did watch uh, a, a real draft, though. He watched some kind of real draft because he was mm-hmm. like, okay, so we just put a bunch of people in a room and we make them seem all excited. And then occasionally, oh, they're disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure SmackDown was real. I'm sure Fox was real disappointed when Natalia went to Raw. <laughs> they may have. Uh, I don't think oh, that's a... Oh, shit. We lost out on Natalia. Fuck. The, what they don't do, though, is shoot fireworks off in their <laughs> office. That releases streamers. Well, you don't know that. Oh, I do. A guy in a mask or paint? I couldn't tell what that was. Yeah, I I think it was face paint, but it could have been just a mask. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It was kind of confusing the rules, but then you you got okay. The rules weren't confusing. Once they made it clear, then okay, okay, I get you now. I get you now. Because at first it was like, <laughs> at first when I saw the two lists, I'm like, are you saying SmackDown can only draft those people and Raw can only draft those people? Because <laughs> I was like, so they're just giving it away. No, no. They, they were pretty clear on it. Why they did that doesn't make any sense. All I know, though, is, okay. <clears throat> Here's my friend. Okay, so Raw won the first pick, right? Yep, mm-hmm. Because of a disqualification. <laughs> yeah, that you said should have been no contest. Because uh, Bray was not helping Roman Reigns. He was just I know, but uh, as we talked offline, they they fit it wherever they want to. There's been instances where they've counted it as a disqualification. There's been instances where they counted it as a no contest. You, you you can make the case that uh, Becky Lynch should be number one. I have no problem yeah. with that. I have right. no problem if mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm raw or if this is real life and I'm like, okay, between the the, the, the list of people, who am I going to take first? I it seems like it's kind of clear that you're either taking Becky Lynch or Roman Reigns with the number one pick. Agreed. Mm-hmm. So Becky goes one, Roman goes two. That makes sense. Now, unless the only logic of the OC going to next is, oh, we get three people. That's the only logic I see. Well, because I love AJ. I love AJ. But you're telling me you're going to take AJ over Bray Wyatt or Braun Strowman right now? I I would take AJ over. Well, okay, yeah, I would still take AJ. the 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 question comes into play: Would you take AJ over Bray? I'm uh, Bray's printing money. Exactly. 
So if if if, if I'm, I'm an executive, if I'm an executive for a network, I'm going. This dude's selling T-shirts. He's gonna put butts in the seats. Yep. So there. That's that's the problem. So I I don't necessarily have any problem with the OC going ahead of anybody else other than Bray. Um. And then again, and then also, I. Ricochet, Shasta Banks, Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre should not all have been picked in front of Braun Strowman. So, okay, there we go. The The next problem is, so let's say you decide to go with OC instead yeah. of Bray. But you don't take Drew McIntyre. You're taking Braun, like you said. Or you're even taking Sasha Banks. Yeah, that would make sense, yeah. You're, you you're, definitely, you're, you're definitely not taking Randy Orton. I will argue the Ricochet thing. Uh, Rick, okay, take me, Rick. Okay, technically Drew and Ricochet. Okay, that makes sense. They made a big deal, especially on Monday, about WWE drafting for the future, mm-hmm. and you could or Raw drafting for the future, mm-hmm. and you could say that with a lot. Okay, Drew Ricochet. Oh, that's good foundation. You could you know? not with Randy Orton. No. Uh, you know, because technically, if you look at it, uh, I don't know how long the OC is going to be around, but Drew McIntyre should be around for a while. Ricochet should be around for a while. Bobby Lashley probably will be around for a while. Kevin Owens will probably be around for a while. So okay, so there's there's the next point where we have a problem. Kevin Owens. Yes. Yeah, that didn't make sense. You like, you don't you guys. don't you don't draft Lacey Evans. You don't draft Lacey Evans ahead of Kevin Owens. No, that seems like I. I you don't draft her in front of the revival. <laughs> she took after her too. That right, exactly. Because my thought would be. Wouldn't one of your thoughts be, okay, we want the champions, you know, we want championships, make it seem important, you know, right? Yep. So, let's see, Becky Lynch went first, she was the champion. Right, but there was no other champions that night. Besides the revival. Right. And uh, they got, let's see, who was picked in front of them? Uh, Everybody else was picked in front of them. Besides the Lacey Evans, doesn't make any sense. Alexa Bliss, Bobby Lashley, uh, Randy Orton. I can't, don't understand why. <laughs> oh. I, I don't necessarily have a problem with anybody other than Lacey Evans. Also, here's my big problem, too, of the night. Mm-hmm. When everything's said and done. When you look at the list of people who didn't get drafted, mm-hmm. I'll go over the list. Uh, uh, Humberto Carrillo? Okay, <laughs> sure. He, I'm kind of shocked he got drafted the next night on, on Raw, but hey. Tazawa, Sankara, Eric Young, EC3, Shorty Gable, Heath Slater, Drew Gulick, the B team, Tamina, Apollo Cruz. Okay. So so okay, he, that that's another problem I have. Lucha House Party, 
You're telling me you don't want Apollo Crews over Lucha House Party? Uh, here's the bigger problem. Or EC3? Cesaro wasn't picked. Not, well, that was night two. No, Cesaro was a night one person. Uh, he's not listed on here. Oh, he was on the list. I'm looking at CBS, so maybe they don't have it. But Yeah, because then technically, they made it seem like none of these people could get picked. And then some of these people ended up getting picked on Raw, which is weird, and Cesaro never got picked on Raw. Cesaro went another whole night without getting picked. Cesaro went two nights without getting picked. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. He wasn't part of the group of free agents or extra draft picks, whatever you want to call Sid Carr, Eric Young, EC3, Heath Slater. Technically, after the extra, the people signed, which I don't know why anybody would want to meet him, but okay. Um, Yeah. The only people that were left were were Cesaro, Chad Gable, Humberto Correa, and Akira Tozawa. And I was like, okay. I understand why two of those four names weren't picked yet because. Um, okay, here here are the people that I have a problem with that got drafted ahead of Cesaro okay. since he didn't get picked. Umberto Carrillo, Jinder Mahal. Yeah, if you're just going by fat, if you go okay, he's a Monday guy. Even though they obviously could have picked him on Monday because there's people who was on the list for Friday that kind of got picked, but yeah, uh, I, I would I would entertain the argument of our truth if somebody complained about our truth getting picked instead of uh, well he was a champion Cesaro, but he's a champion. He's he's in funny angles, so I can understand why if I was an executive, I would want to be, have him as opposed to Cesaro, but. Okay. Is Titus O'Neil and Liv Morgan really that big of an ass? Right. Over a, even Akira Tozawa, as I, I like him. Yeah. But I'd rather have Cesaro. Uh, Shelton, Shelton Benjamin. <laughs> Rey Mysterio. I don't have a problem with Samoa Joe. I don't have a problem right. with Buddy Murphy. On the, on the SmackDown side, there's really no complaints other than Shorty Gale. But he's hot, man. No, here's my biggest complaint. Besides Cesaro, how the fuck does King Corbin not go until the fifth round? I well, I mean, yeah, I mean, especially if you're looking at the air because the pick right the, before him was Tazawa. Right, if you're looking at the raw, why is Raw not picking him? I it makes no sense. Because Carmella, Carmella's like the one name on the SmackDown side. You're like. Oh, Miz and King Corbin should feel bad because they went after her. But she yeah, except for the, except for they needed some women. Yeah, uh, and then they traded for more. But <clears throat> so they they only had at the point of, that they drafted at the point they drafted Carmel. They, they only they had, had three. Ba- yeah, they had Bailey, Sasha, and Lacey. It's not really a strong women's division. And up until they made the trade for Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross going to SmackDown, I'm like, wow, Lacey Evans is going to turn face and be the face of SmackDown. I know, because they had 
They had nobody that was a that was a heel. And I'm like, or everybody well, was a heel. This is going to be interesting to see her as a face because let's see. Okay, now you got uh, so you got uh, the SmackDown Women's Division. You know, I really like the SmackDown Women's Division because it's it, it's there's no guarantee there. There's no Charlotte or Becky Lynch that are just going to be given, you know? Right. You got Bailey, you got Sasha, you got Lacey, you got so, Tamina. So was that the biggest surprise that you didn't have Charlotte go there? It was. But when things started to fall the way they did, because okay, once Becky went to Raw, that meant Seth had to go to Raw. Right. Once. When Charlotte went to Raw at first, I'm like, this could be used as a trade. But then they put Andrade on Raw, and I'm like, okay, well, there are a couple, so... Right, there's... Yep. And then Vegas there, so that means Aleister Black has to be there. Yep. That's a fun little game you get to play with the couples. (laughs) Yeah, it it does detract a little bit from the draft, because you know what's coming. Well, trades could happen, but once a whole bunch of them were on Raw, it's like, well, that'd have to be a huge trade to go to SmackDown. Because let's look at SmackDown, okay? Roman, not have to worry about a woman. Bray Wyatt? Well, I, I would tell you, I, I was just going to say that the biggest thing that with SmackDown is, I understand the two for th- the... For every one SmackDown or one pick that Raw get uh, SmackDown does, Raw gets two or whatever it was, two for three, whatever. Yeah. But their roster is small. SmackDowns. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they only got two hours. I mean, I I get it. I understand, but still, it's small. Well, and well, see. Also, you got to factor in the fact that the champion won't be around a lot, so it doesn't really matter. Well, okay, I guess that is a question. Is does he have a different contract now? I don't know. Also, does that mean that is Kane Velasquez? Is he going to be on SmackDown? I guess. He didn't get drafted, so I'm not sure. That's yeah. <laughs> Although he wasn't a part of the draft pool, so I understand why he didn't get drafted. Yeah, he just happens to get a title match. It's all he's not part of the roster or anything. Uh... Eh, Crown Jewel always messes with things. Well, t- you know, because I'm just interested to see what happens after. Then again, who knows? Maybe Brock Lesnar loses the title to Cade Velasquez. Could. I mean... But I got a feeling if he does lose it to him, we're going to see Brock and him for a while. You mean a whole bunch of matches with them? Yeah. Probably. I'll be honest with you. If you're actually going to have Kane as a, a wrestler... Then he needs to win. I'm just maybe maybe he doesn't win the title, but he needs to win. That would make yeah. I mean, you you instantly legitimize him. 
I mean, I gotta assume either him or Tyson Fury's winning. One of them's gonna win, right? You would think. But then again, Kane Velasquez is apparently under a WWE contract, so that's kind so of. So if, if if somebody's going to lose, it would be him. I can't I can't imagine Tyson Fury's coming in just to take a loss. Uh, he just wants money, I think. So. Yeah, maybe he does. I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. So, what could they have done to make this better? I I don't know. I really don't know. I, I'm curious to see when we're going to get the next one. If it's going to be after WrestleMania. Since, you know, WrestleMania, time, it's time to shit things up. Or will it be, okay, we'll wait till next year. <coughs> I, well, I guess you wouldn't have a draft, though. Well, yeah, they technically right. All I know is that they do it again next year. I hope it's well. They say future draft considerations in that trade, so apparently they're going to be drafts. The plan is to do drafts. Do they just pick up people from NXT then? I guess you could do that. Uh, my only other guess would be uh, you do. Uh, you do like uh, uh, a thing where you can't touch these people, but every you could you could protect like five people, but everybody else is up in the air. Yeah, that works. And then that way, maybe uh, things stay interesting. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. I, to to me, it would have been it would have been better if you know the wrestlers actually came out after they were drafted. Then also have somebody breaking down why this is a good pick for them. Well, yeah, because technically that's what I thought. That what that's what they were going to use the. Uh... Well, yeah, because were... that the, that panel sucked. <laughs> if this is the kind of analysis that Booker T is bringing to the studio show, I'll pass. What do you expect, Booker T? What has he brought anything better than that? I I completely understand. I'm just saying. The only thing I took away from it was I don't like Samoa Joe being normal. <laughs> <laughs> he better be a face when he comes back now. They keep teasing it. Uh, uh-huh. Oh, you know another thing uh um I about NXT that I've noticed uh that uh that AEW just doesn't have. What's that? Size. AEW doesn't have size? No, they don't. Exactly where do you see the size, per se, for NXT? I, I grant you Keith Lee and 
Damien or, or what? Uh, yeah, Dijak, Dijakovic. Uh, again, I wasn't even thinking about that. And uh, Killian Gane or Dane. Yeah. But other than that, there's four right there. Plus, there's that Australian one, the the dude who he had a match with Matt Riddle last night. Mm. He's a big dude too. And then I'm trying to think if there's another one. Well, that's a lot right there. Oh. You got Jack Swagger in the AEW. <laughs> that's their big dude. Luchasaurus. Their big man is Jack Swagger. That's just weird. Jack big, ca- big cast whenever he uh, completes rehab. Oh, sure. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to find out what the actual wordage was for this Nikki Cross Alexa Bliss trade to figure out. Because if you go to the trade, uh, uh, that's another thing I found interesting, that they were traded as a tag team, but, well, technically not as a tag team, but they were traded as a group, but they were drafted separately, even though they Mm -hmm. could have been drafted as a tag team. Right. Uh, which makes no sense at all, but hey, nope, none at all. Cause no other, but then I, I guess they just said they had to do it with one person, right? And one tag team, since no other tag team got separated. I mean, if you were going to split a tag team, I don't understand why you wouldn't just split Rude and Ziggler, but okay. Because other get- other than the fact that SmackDown needed people, so. They're just too damn good. That's why. That's why I mm-hmm. can't split them. Uh huh. Just don't split them, man. I'm just ready for that AOP versus the Viking experience. That should be a good one. <laughs> I don't because I don't know if they're gonna do that. Go straight into it, or if AOP is gonna get the Viking experience thing where they're gonna just be fed jobbers. At first, the show. See, look, they could kill everybody. Uh, you would think that they would uh, feed them jobbers, but you, who knows? you remember AOP? They're pretty cool. Okay, so okay, uh, here, here, here's my Bray Wyatt question. Yep. So okay, there's a rumor, or a, there is speculation. I, I, I know Mr. Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer. Speculated the reason for uh, Seth Rollins burning down the Firefly Funhouse was uh, Fox isn't a fan of it because they want more sporting and they want it to be more realistic. Okay. I don't buy that. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. But everything suggested that Fox would desperately wanted Bray Wyatt on the show. If you desperately want Bray Wyatt, you must want the whole package. It, right. You know. But what's, either, what's the evidence that they desperately wanted him? Uh, well, the please rumor say, is Please don't that, say draft pick. Please don't no, say draft pick. <laughs> the rumor is 
Fox was going to WWE saying, we want him on Fox. Like, they had a list of demands. And, like, there was a back and forth between USA and Fox about how they both wanted Bray. And, um, that, but if, if Fox wanted him mm-hmm. it, to get rid of, <laughs> I'm not saying that Firefly Funhouse is gone because it was burnt down by fucking that's Right. The, it, to me, all it was is a new way to add a different layer to the Bray Wyatt character. Because it said something about getting rid of the supernatural stuff with that. If you get rid of that, don't you get rid of the whole lights going out and all of a sudden him showing up? Yeah, that's not the that's not the reason why they did it. the The reason why they did it, to me, storyline wise, is that uh, at at the fun house, the fiend was supposed to protect them, and the fiend let them down. Whenever Bray is in his sweater and everything. Bray is a weak individual and you could almost say childlike but the his alter ego or his split personality however you want to put it is going to protect him and he didn't do it so how does Bray work around that that's an option uh, and then, I, and then also the fact that Seth is just a really bad dude now. I, I, I thought the whole point of I thought it was, I thought technically, I thought they're going for it was all part of Bray's plan to push Seth over the edge. I, I think that's part of it too. I mean, but it, it, Bray st- still has to. In my opinion, he still has to comprehend that or rationalize that. Maybe. Why did the why did the fiend not protect him? Maybe. Technically, I'm fine with them burning it down because they burned down the shitty version of the funhouse, anyways, not the good version. Because <laughs> you can tell when they stop pre-taping it. Yes. Because now he doesn't move from the one spot, and you see the seam in the fucking wall. Yes. Like, I'm like, why can't they still just tape it on location, and then... It doesn't make any sense. Show, because it was so much... I mean, it's and we know that And we know that they used to do that, because because, um, because Bruce Pritchard has talked about that. It, it, and the, you could tell the set looks so much better and everything. And it's like, now it's like, oh, look, he never moves from that one. But what about the window on the other side? Come on. That's where, uh, that's where Abby's supposed to be. Come on, in the window. Just go back to doing that. <sighs> never understood. Why do you have to do it live? You don't. It doesn't or, make any sense. Or tape it on, at the. Uh, arena that doesn't make any sense uh, or if you're going to why don't you make a really good why don't you bring along what you built for what you filmed in studio i think the reason why you had to do it at the at the area is because what happens is something goes wrong to where whoever bray's going to talk to isn't going to be there mm. 
possibly you make a valid point. Valid point. You know, one thing I find strange is Eric Rowan being gone. You mm-hmm. know, he's he's away from the two guys he was feuding with. Mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure Eric Rowan's going to get lost in the shuffle after all. Or he gets added to Bray. Bray's on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. For now. I, I think it's over at the draft. I don't know, no. I I still lean towards the fact that there's going to be a trade. There was a trade. A different, another trade. Unless, as you said, he, Bray ends up being the future considerations. Which just would be stupid, though. Because apparently oh, they... Oh, we get Alexa Bliss and Nikki? Okay, we'll give you the person we drafted second, period. They, they've they advertised that uh, Bray's going to face Seth Rollins uh, the Raw after Crown Jewel. Yeah, but that's usually uh, for uh, dark matches. That's true, what, but to me, why would he... Why would he still be showing up on Raw if he's been traded to, if he's on SmackDown? Well, uh, because they're going to have a follow up to their match at uh, Crown Jewel. That's why I don't understand why they're having a match at Crown Jewel and said, okay, it's over. The feud's over. No more fighting. You guys are on separate shows. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand it either. I mean, I guess technically, they haven't said anything about they can't fight on pay-per-view against each other, but it just seems odd that, you know, Raw's, Raw people are Raw people, and SmackDown people are SmackDown people for television, but when it comes to uh, Saudi Arabia, anything goes. I wonder if Roman's going, because if Roman's going to Saudi, I'm assuming he'll take over as captain of Team Hogan. So okay, so you, you think that that's what the what's going to happen? That Seth's not going to wrestle twice? Oh, they already they announced that today that Seth was no longer team captain of Hogan due to him being in the false count anywhere match. Gotcha, gotcha. Seems like something they could have announced on Monday when they announced the match, but could have, especially since that. Well, I mean. They freaking showed him twice on this on the screen. Yeah, I mean now Hogan's down to Rusev and Ricochet. So look at look at dire for Team Hogan. Uh, and Broad's having a match against a boxer. <laughs> Broad, I would have thought would have been the perfect person to be on that team, but you know he's facing Tyson Fury. Fuck. Which should be an epic match, I think. I know. I know. Well, for rumors is he is training, at least at the Performance Center. But He's only got to do one match. And and that, that is probably like some six to seven minute match, which a, a good portion of it will be staring each other down. Yeah... Oh, uh, let's jump to something, and then we'll go back to the draft. That we have. Uh, okay. Uh, Eric Bischoff. 
Yes. Four months. And uh, have you heard any more about why he got fired? The only thing I heard was that Fox was was not happy with personnel changes. There was a there's a rumor that uh, it was all done out of Vince wanting to show uh, stockholders that he's committed to making Fox show huge because of the ratings drop from week one to week two. Why is that? A, why was that a concern? Because Ratings always go down after a premiere. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know why you'd be like, oh, no, ratings went down. You know, there's every, every show goes down. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I don't get it. Um, but then there's plenty of people who said uh, Bischoff wrote people the wrong way and people don't think... It, a lot of the things I've heard was it didn't seem like he uh, he um, he adapted well to the new scene, wrestling scene. Like uh, uh, supposedly his uh, one big hire was a a writer for, who wrote for uh, um, um, for one of the biker shows. Uh, what was that biker show on FX? Oh, uh, Sons of Anarchy? Yeah, either that or the new one, the Mayan one. I don't know yeah, which Mayan, one it was. Mayan's AC. And the dude, first day on the job, was caught sleeping. So, um, it kind of, you know, it's just, uh, and then Bruce Pritchard gets the job, which makes sense because he was brought back in the beginning of the year anyway, so... Most people were confused when uh, Heyman and Bischoff got jobs like what they did, the executive director of Raw and SmackDown when Pritchard was brought in to do something and never really did it, you know, didn't get a title. But see, the weird thing now, it seems like Bruce is has even more control than what Eric Bischoff was supposed to have on SmackDown. Well... Because everybody would say that Eric had no control over creative on SmackDown. That he was just the, the conduit between WWE and Fox. But I understand that. It wasn't supposed to be like Paul Heyman, where Paul Heyman is like running creative raw. I, I, I understand why... Because there's been no proof, and even Eric says he wasn't very, he wasn't really involved in the creative. Whenever he was in, whenever he was with WCW, so why have him be part of creative anyway? Yeah, most of his ideas, it seemed like, would be to, you know, do stupid shit. I but. I'll fight you. Come to my pay per view, and I'll, we'll fight for real. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, I could see where his job. I, I think while both had the had the same title, two different jobs. 
Yep, pretty much. Because I don't think that Paul Heyman's really going to have to do anything with USA as far as smoothing them over or anything like that. And he can really just focus on the creative side of things. Whereas I think there probably is going to be some concern with Fox because they haven't been in the wrestling business. They haven't had dealings with WWE. So they need some explanation. And Eric Bischoff being a TV guy seemed like the perfect guy for that job. Right, exactly. That's why it's kind of odd that he's just gone. Like, why not keep him on board and then have Pritchard just become what Paul was? Because the creative. The only thing that makes sense is Fox wasn't happy with him. That's possible. I don't like this guy. Because it it would seem that he was brought in strictly to be the buffer between WWE and Fox. And if if WWE is not happy with Eric Bischoff, I can see where you would keep him around because you're more concerned about making sure that Fox is happy. Well, I guarantee you WWE doesn't think he knows any, you know, nothing crazy happened in the four months that he was around because no, he, he they just let him go and he's already announced for uh, uh, StarCast for uh, Full Gear Weekend. So I guess that's a, that's the question. Does he go to AEW? If I was AEW, I'd be like, this seems odd. Let's not. Just a little too convenient that this guy works four months for WWE and gets fired. Uh, let's not touch him. I think he said bye. Uh, if I was AEW, I'd be like, no thanks. Yeah, because I don't know if I, would, I don't know if you're going to pay him enough money that he wants. Because, like you said, he never was like he was the creative guy. What do you need him for? You got TV people. Khan already has TV connections, so you don't, you know. So the, yeah, you don't, you don't need them. You stole all the you, you. I didn't steal. You got all the important people running TV or running logistics for ROH and, and Impact already. So what's you know? Mm-hmm. Well, why do you need Eric Bischoff? <clears throat> you just pay him a lot of money to do nothing, probably. I got an ideal. Outsiders. <laughs> I, How about a kid bikers, huh? Huh? Cody? I, 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 I would assume that we're we're gonna see the last of him involved in like a wrestling company. Cause Impact doesn't need him. They freaking own the station that they're on or that they're gonna be on. No, if, if if Eric Bischoff ever gets a job, it's because someone is dumb and going to throw money at him, or WWE brings him back for like something. I don't know what. I don't think they're dumb because I think there's he does serve for serve a purpose. It's just currently. Yeah, the, but he had the, no the interest. Major- but think about it. When he went to Impact, he had no interest in going there. The only reason he went there is because Hogan goes, I'll only do it if you bring in Bischoff, too. And then Bischoff got a big con- got a lot of money to basically just be around. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. 
And he, I'm assuming, came up with Aces and Eights. I'm assuming that was an Eric Bischoff project thing. Everything I understand, that's correct. He loves his bikey. And bikers. Which, it was a cool gimmick to start off. I have no problem with the group, no. And I don't care that people are like, oh, it's just, it's just Sons of Anarchy. Who cares? It was an interesting ankle. It got to be a little bit much. And then it got to be where the the stupid thing where the lesser people have no chance against the bigger people and so makes the group look even weak. Yeah. It's better than Immortal. <laughs> oh yeah. But then again, I had no problem with Jeff Hardy heel. <laughs> Not the problem. No. Jeff Hardy. I do, have, I do have a problem with Jeff Hardy wrestling ever again. Hey, we all, we all, man, there's a civil war going on in the Hardy family. I, I know. I, I hope that really is not a compound and that they're not all living on the same land. I'm just, <laughs> I just like how his wife's like, oh, his family in quotations. Yeah, Matt would be his family, his brother. She's saying that he's not really his brother the way that he acts towards him. This is... So, okay. The person that uh, is no longer getting in trouble with the law is the person that is a bat is, you know, not supportive of him. Who... who why, why, why am I taking... Why am I taking Jeff's side in this argument? Yeah. Remember when Jeff was became the good boy, the good hearty, and Matt was like the oh man, he's gonna die. He's gonna die soon. Right. Now it, it's back. Not, it was like a it was like a year. It only lasted a year. And then Jeff was like, Oh, I don't know. I, no, I grew up. Well, at least it's just, it just seems to be alcohol now, so I guess That's true. And his wife seems to be all cool with it. I I I I think it'll be a long time before before we see Jeffrey Jeffro Nero Hardy. I don't know. I don't know if Jeff Hardy's going to be one of those guys who's like, yeah, we're going to roll you over because you're hurt. That might be one of those things where it's just like, go do whatever you want. If you want your go fine. <laughs> yeah. If they do roll it over, it might be them rolling it over to try and you know save his life and be like, you don't need to wrestle anymore. Just stay clean, and you can be a fucking producer or something. Come on. If he was to be released, yeah. Does AEW or Impact want him? <sighs> Well, it's, it's impact. I'm not sure because it's a different impact. So it's different people in charge. If it was the Dixie Run impact, I'd be like, oh yeah, they fucking. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I could, I could see either one of them being like, well, he's a name, and he's still got something left in the tank. I think. 
What's yeah. the worst thing that can happen? You know? He dies while on your, your watch. <laughs> or he kills somebody else. Uh, yeah, that would be the bad thing. I could see AEW being like, oh, man. Him and, him and Dean. Him and Moxley might do something really stupid together. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, or, or Joey Janela. Oh, 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 Dorby Allen. Or Jimmy Havoc. Oh, man, just think of, oh, they can just throw each other off a building. Well, that's the thing. They would they would definitely have him wrestle Darby Allen or Allen. I don't know why you keep saying Allen. Because of all in. Well, it looks like all in, but I know it's not. I think it's Darby all in. He's all in. He definitely is. <laughs> He's all... Hey, whatever happened to that? You know that big dude that they showed a preview for, for at the pay-per-view? Oh, wait, you didn't watch the last pay-per-view, did you? No. The last pay per view, they had one of those like uh, a, a teaser video for a dude. Gotcha. And I I have yet to see anything else about him since then. Seems kind of he seemed like a big dude too, but then again, he might just seem big. He might not really be big. Maybe he should, because you know, like how the longest time I Chiapa seemed like a huge dude, but then when he went to NXT, it's like, oh, he's not that big. Remember when he wrestled ROH people and you're like, man, he's a huge dude. <laughs> and then afterwards you're like, oh no, everybody else is just really small. Really small. Kind of like, I never realized how small Jerry Lawler was until I see him standing next to Vic Joseph and... Uh, um, well, in, in, in defense of him. Debo Sweeney? Or who he, is, he is like adding. 70. He is like 70, so he's shrunk. I mean, if you look at Ric Flair, he's a lot shorter than what he used to be. Yeah, well. Ric Flair's a bitch. That's what kinda, I said. Kinda. You can't call she can't call herself the man. I have the copyright. To, to the man? Okay. You can't copyright the man. Well, maybe you could, but no, you can't. That's a reason to fight with WWE. Be like, well, okay, fine. We'll see what happens when my contract's up. Oh, that's a threat. What are you going to do? Oh, we can't bring you on TV and you be incoherent and try and take over the show? Oh, no, that's just so sad. Yep. I'm telling you right now. Any comp if, if if he walks away if WWE if he doesn't resign with WWE and he goes somewhere else, that company's stupid because he brings nothing to the table anymore. Uh, nothing I would disagree with, but if if he leaves, he's leaving because he wants the spotlight. Why would you put the spotlight on him? Okay, that that's a good point. You're not gonna bring him in to wrestle. Not if you're, not if you know you want to be considered a legitimate company. No, you're right. I right. and then whenever he's on the mic, well, I could see I could see NWA wanting to bring him in. That's about it. Well, you know, just because of the not as a wrestler, but they fucking use Jim Cornette, so they'll use anybody. I'm assuming. 
So, uh, do you want to explain why NXT is your show of choice right now? Well, no, it's a better show to me. Mm-hmm. Well, they have, why do, but why do you think it's a better show? Uh, um, I. <laughs> So far, it seems like every match they put on, there's a reason behind that. You know, mm-hmm. even the two second uh, um, Cameron Grimes beaten, uh, uh, what's his name? What's the Asian kid's name? Um, is it Ho? Bio, Bio, or whatever. Bayo, Bayo. However, you say it. Bayo, Bao, something like that. Even that, because you're building Grimes up. I don't care mm-hmm. what anybody says, too. I like the hat. <laughs> I like the hat, too. And who are they complain? He was a freaking caveman beforehand. <laughs> the, the, what, what was it? The redneck caveman? No, wait. Uh, the modern-day caveman, I thought. Yeah. But I thought there's also... Uh, he had a son. Anyway... He looks like a caveman, though. I can see one. Right. Well, uh, on one of the the video things I watch, when they rank uh, uh, one of the shows, I said it might be NXT, but the worst ranking is uh, Grimes' hat. <laughs> I'm like, what? What do you hate his hat for? That doesn't mean I don't get it. I mean, it is odd that he's a little bit obsessed with it, but that that would be odd. Yes, I agree. Okay, I'm saying in the three weeks of, of television, or the three weeks since the competition has started, mm-hmm. I probably have seen uh, six six title or six matches that or could be match of the year candidates already. Okay. Uh, um, let's see. Uh, they're building, I don't know what they're building to the title, but obviously, uh, you got Cole and Finn Balor and uh, um, Chiampa all, all, all wanting a piece of it. Mm-hmm. I, that, that's some good stuff. Uh, I agree, that is a good angle. Um, I, you, I, you're gonna love the Pete Dunn uh, uh, Damian Priest match. Uh, the Keith Lee uh, Donovan Djokovic rematch mm-hmm. it was really good. Uh, um, it was just as good as the first one, and it's gonna lead to something awesome next week, probably. Sweet. Like I said. Every woman's match I watch on NXT, I'm like, this is good. I have, I, I'm sorry, but I've yet to see an AEW woman's match where I'm like, oh, this is a good match. No, you're right. The the glaring weakness of AEW so far is the women's division. Now, to be fair, mm-hmm. hands down, AEW has a way better tag team division. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, uh, but NXT, they're trying. They're they're trying to build something because you got undisputed era. Now you got Imperium. 
Forgotten Sons. Um, I, 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 I guess uh, uh, Fashion Police or whatever they want to call themselves this week. Brizango. Oh yeah, Brizango. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'm assuming that uh, Danny Birch and uh, Oni Larkin are going to be a tag team on it occasionally. You, you would, you would, you would think so. <clears throat> There's going to be. Uh, <clears throat> there's gonna be uh, cruiserweights who are gonna need something to do when, uh, you know, they're not on television. I guess <laughs> <laughs> they lost a big chunk of their division. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, there's that one tag team that. That is a Canadian tag team. I forgot what their name is, but they got beat the first week, and then last week they didn't even get to the mat to the ring. They got beat up by the Forgotten Sons. Everlast. Yeah. Or something like that. You know. See, that's the thing with NXT. For somehow the tag teams always survive, no matter what. You you think that they've run out of tag teams and. And to be fair, I never thought the Street Profits were that special. No, they're just a lot of hype. They're <laughs> really, really good on the mic. Yeah, they're they're great characters. <laughs> and, and, and I... I thought they came up really big with in the feud with the Undisputed Era, but mm-hmm. I don't know how good the Street Profits will have a match with, let's say, the Viking Raiders. Well, see that the Viking Raiders are different because the Viking Raiders are amazing. Like, if you put them in a match against, um, let's say uh, you just take two random dudes, mm-hmm. Hawkins and Ryder. Hawkins right. and Ryder, they're okay. You know, there's not, it's not like they're a special tag team. I'm not, after that match, I don't know you're going to be like, oh man, the Street Proverbs, they're a good tag team. I just think it's going to be like, oh, that was a match. Gotcha. I think the street profits have to be in the ring with workhorses for it to be right. That's why I think the Viking Raiders, there's a chance it'd be good because the Viking Raiders are amazing. Especially for the the things they do. Wow. That's a hashtag too. I, I will say the street profits looked a lot better than the last match that they had. Yeah, and sometimes it takes time. I mean, how long was AOP like a shit tag team and then all of a sudden they mm-hmm. became good at one point, you know? Yep. Uh, I was trying to think of another tag. I mean, and then there's tag teams like you. Yeah, random tag teams work out. I mean, look, like, uh, like uh, Into and Cash, that shouldn't have been. That got over at least. I mean, they were fine. They're nothing special, but that just shows something can get over. Uh, yep. Murphy and and Blake, that was a really good tag team, and they just went their own way. But that's because Buddy Murphy, man, that dude is fit. I've yet to see a bad match with him. In a one-on-one match. Which which one did you say again? Buddy Murphy. Oh yeah. Him and uh, him and Cedric 
on Monday. Oof. Yep. That dude, I, 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 I hope Paul Heyman likes him. I really do. Well, I mean, he's on the right. He's on the right division <clears throat> to be to be pushed because that that is the one glaring thing about the split. Most of the big guys are on SmackDown. Yeah, Hanson um, might be your biggest guy on Raw. <laughs> well, maybe, uh, maybe when Lars gets better, he'll be on Raw. It's possible. I don't know. I'd probably put him on. Well, it just depends. If you're going to do the same thing as you did before, where he's supposed to be the other show's Braun, then. But then I don't know how long Lars. <laughs> I, I kind of forgot about Lars until I was looking at the roster and I saw his name and I was like, oh yeah, Lars! <laughs> oh, I miss Lars. He kind of disappeared. I don't think there was any... I also found it odd that Ray was on Raw when you know, he was the whole link between... I know. I, I, I know. I did not understand that either. Also, what happened to the whole them wanting a Spanish star? Because well, they got the Lutzer house party. So oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> and they you got Kane. Uh, the NXT this week starts off with uh, uh, Chiampa versus Angel Garza. Mm-hmm. See, that's the other thing. Even when it's kind of a squash match in a way, they still make the other guy look good. Like, Garza had no chance of beating Chiampa, but they made him look good. Gotcha. Um, I would tell you AEW tried to do that with the Jurassic experience. It did not play well. (laughs) It's the same reason why those women, like I was talking about, where there's women like uh, 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 the two women from last night that they have t- two new names. They were something. They were called something different, and then all of a sudden they got new names. Um, On NXT. Yeah. Oh, I, so it's the show I haven't seen. Yeah, but even though you know you knew they were gonna lose, they still mm-hmm. put up an effort. Right. Oh, next week, by the way. Next week, uh, Rhea Ripley versus... Uh, uh, Shayna? No, 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 no. Uh, 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 what's your face? Bel Air. Gotcha. I kind of thought that that might happen. Well, that, that I, I, cause I'm confused because cause EO, EO had a match last night and then she said, she, you know, they needed to get behind her and then Rhea Ripley showed up. And then later on in the show... Um, Tegan Knox made her return. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then after the match, Shayna came out and was like, oh, I bet you think you deserve a title shot now, don't you? And I'm like, are they building for her to have like a, a 10 a ten person match or something? It's possible. Uh, I mean, you would have to guess that she's bound to lose this title sometime soon. Well, every time I think it's going to happen, it, like I was like, oh, okay, Candace is the one. Candace is the one who's taking it. And I was like, no. And then I was like, 
<clears throat> I mean, I thought uh, EO was going to be the one who did it before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that didn't happen. Now I'm like, I'm not sure. Um, Tony comes over? It, 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 it. So if you if you're moving her to the main roster, do you put her on SmackDown since they're so weak? I I don't know. It depends. Um, I mean, there's an already made storyline if she goes to Raw. Yeah. Like, technically, I think either way it would be, you know, she'd be fine either way. Either she goes to a division with, you know... Sasha's the top dog, technically, but you never know when, you know. Like, I'm sure Sasha's going to be happy because there's no one there right now to outshine her. Right. Technically. Even right. though, like, Lacey and Alexa. Well, oh, there we go. Alexa. Oh, yeah. They don't like I hate other, Alexa. So, yeah. And you can tell it whenever they fight because they don't have good matches. You can tell when Sasha doesn't like somebody. Because it's nowhere near as good as when she's friends with the person. Yep. Which is so professional. Well, that's why uh, you almost have to have her face uh, Becky or Bailey or Charlotte all the time. Or you don't know what you're going to get. Yep. Any Anything else that you want to comment on with the AEW, NXT, or... Uh... No, oh, I mean, the draft. A, 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 like I said, I'm, I'm right now. NXT, I think, is, have been has won in my book, but AEW is a good show still. It's just, I, I, yeah, I, I like the presentation. Um, I, I would, I would tell you, they, they already are better than Impact. I want to, at least from what I had last seen of Impact. I want to get uh, a few. Uh, I just wish we could jump into the future so we could have more established records so we can see how this whole record thing works out. But yeah, because right now it means nothing. Because like Michael Nakazawa is one and oh, so <laughs> uh, to me that put he he has claims to a title uh, shot, right? I, I think you're overthinking this whole record thing, but then again, he did beat just some. Like uh, owner of some web company or something, but still, I'm just saying he's one and out. The it'll... Dark Order, the Dark Order, they're they're undefeated too. So yeah, but they're in a tournament for the title. So, but they're only in tag team matches. So, I guess you can make the case why they wouldn't get a title. Yeah. Right Same match. It, it, I'm I'm I am quite certain that. Were they on they last gonna... night? No. So they still haven't been shown on television. No, they'll be on next week. Oh yeah, because next week's the semifinals. Yeah. They gotta be on next week. I'm gonna be curious to see. Do they go? Do they go twice in a row? Private party upset or? Um, I would. I would tell you storyline wise, I don't think so. 
Because and and I wish I wish you'd seen what happened last night. Because I want to talk about what I think is possibly ha- in the works. You can tell me because I mean, even though I haven't okay. watched it, I'm still going to watch it. But so. The first match was uh, was SCU versus Best Friends. Yeah. And whenever they were on their way to the ring, SCU was, Lucha Brothers attacked them. Huh. And they And they put uh, Christopher Daniels out. Interesting. And so uh, Scorpio Sky had to take his, his place. Yeah. Dr- in, in Shriek here. Oh. And and it looked like I feel as though the angle is going to be that if SCU wins the t- the titles and Christopher Daniels has a problem with it. Hmm. Interesting. Because it feels as though. A Scorpio Sky didn't want to be, didn't want to, you know, they they had that thing where Scorpio Sky said that though they should be the ones that um, were the tag t- in the tag tournament because they uh, they were the ones that established the tag team. Yeah, and he seemed upset about the fact that he was had to help out and win. So I just think that. And he was the driving force behind them winning. So it it almost just feels as though it's you're going to have a Kazarian Scorpio Sky beat the SU and Christopher Daniels gets left off. Hmm. Maybe, maybe it's time. Maybe, maybe Daniels is like it's time for me to right right off into the sunset. That's kind of what I was thinking. So either they win and it's all because it's Scorpio Sky and thus Christopher Daniels is left off or they lose and because Scorpio because Christopher Daniels cost them the championship. Mm, interesting. But it's definitely going to be Lucha Brothers versus SEU. Well, it would make sense since, like, even though the Dark Order had the buy, it's not like they've done anything to to to, to promote them on television. So, mm-hmm. well, Christopher Daniels is a forty-nine-year-old man, so he is. He is. I mean, it's it's still younger than the the world champion, but that's true. Yeah. But at least he at least he shows up and he participates. Oh, I'm sorry, Christopher. Uh, I'm sorry, Chris Jericho is technically like uh, uh, eight months younger than. Oh well, there you go. See, <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow, my bad. I am. I apologize, Mr. Jericho. You should. You should, Mr. Painmaker, <laughs> or with the Judas effect. God, I hate that fucking move. I hate the fact that he's just ripping off of uh, Okada. Why? Being the pain maker? Yes. And then also having a, a move like that. It just feels like... I. It feels as though it was very much taking from Okada. 
but maybe not. You know, to me, uh, like when Andrade hits his elbow, I'm like, that's a finisher. You know, I, right? Jericho, it seems good. like a, it's more of a. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just, I will say, uh, I do believe uh, Ricochet all of a sudden having the uh, the uh, uh, what do you call it? Jericho's finish. Oh, the uh, code breaker. Yeah, seems seems kind of odd to me. I don't know which is more odd: the fact that Ricochet all of a sudden has a code breaker, or Alistair Black all of a sudden has that weird submission move. I, I I'm that is odder because I, I'm like, okay, that's a fine submission move, no problem. What's wrong with fucking uh, the black mass? Yeah. You can hit that out of nowhere. Uh huh. The other move, you got to. <laughs> I got my arm around. Okay, now let me put my other arm around me. Okay. Uh, now, there, there yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. That's a little too. That, that seems like a move for SmackDown. That looks too sports like to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a. I'm, I, 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 I'm more of a fan of uh, 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 Black Mask. If he, he wants to use it as his as his submission finisher, fine. Right, I, but it's, so all of a sudden, it's the only thing he's using. Yeah, and then uh, same thing with Ricochet, where Codebreaker, that's cool, but uh, I I I I hope he also finishes with the the uh, the four fifty. Yeah, you know. I agree. That's kind of part of that's kind of your gimmick, man. That you you do amazing things in the sky. So it, it is. Unless you're already transitioning to more ground. He oh, it's his Jericho. He's evolving like Jericho. Yeah, there you go. He wants they both to be are the cru- cruiserweight to being you know. Um, he will he will soon become the the cane maker. He's gonna make sugar cane. I'm 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 just waiting or for candy canes. People to make his list. The mm-hmm. list of ricochet. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> he'll have an, he'll have like a sticky notes though. He won't have maybe, maybe maybe he'll have a bit of the bubbly bubbly. <laughs> but it'll be soda. By the way, I find it stupid too. That whole bubbly thing. Do you? Yeah, I don't like it. Why? It seems like one of those things, one of those Jericho, uh, one like it seems he he throws out twenty thousand things at once, and then when something sticks, oh, oh man, I'm gonna run it down, boy. Uh, you're really gonna hate this week, then. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna bury this, but he doesn't really bury it because people like it. He buries it with me, like the list that got buried that got old quick. Real quick. Well, that's because they use it all the time. But uh, that's that's WWE. They don't know how to. They don't know how to uh, use portion control. All I'm saying now is, and and I would tell you that we may we may get be getting to that point with Bray Wyatt. Well, see, they made a big mistake. 
when they decided to put him into a, a Hell in a Cell match with whoever the champion was. And uh, I don't think that's as much as a mistake as he's fucking everywhere. I like him showing up on, on morning television shows. As <laughs> that weird dude. I'll take I'll take more of that and less of him showing up, coming up from underneath the rings and stuff. I'm just tired of him putting up good products of shirts because every shirt they put out, I want to buy, and I already have like <laughs> three. I got the the white chim shirt. I got um, I got the one the 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 one where he's holding the chainsaw that says "Let me in." <laughs> and I have one of the ones with the fiend faces on it, and I really want the one with the lantern uh-huh. that glows in the dark. <laughs> and I really want the the one with him waving that says "See you in hell." <laughs> you are all in a Bray Wyatt, aren't you? I, technically, I. Really Zowie good. wowie, dude. I love that. I, I say it all the time. <laughs> so, okay, let me get this straight. Him doing Zowie wowie. Zowie wowie. Good. He doesn't say Zowie wowie. It's Yowie wowie. Zowie wowie. Sorry. Oh, that's the one with the fiend. The fiend face says Yowie wowie on it. That's why I got that one. Because I'm like, I got to have one with Yowie wowie. But... Jericho going a little bit of the bubbly. You're, you're down. I f- fucking Nate. He comes off as a serial killer, which is awesome. I, there's. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I um. Uh, I always loved um. Uh, size. He's, he's the size of a tank with a Ferrari engine. Yes, Husky Harris. I love that. I, I, I that I love when they would do that. I always thought that they messed up big time with that. Then when he was Bray, just Bray Wyatt, I'm like, I'm in, man. I'm in. <laughs> the cult leader shit that was great, and now he's some kind of psychopath who's trying to get you know, like. I don't like when people are like, oh, that seems like a pedophile. I'm like, I don't get that. How does it that make some sense? I think it the whole like that kind of stuff. I think I think the problem is because it's supposed to be a kid's show, they go, Well, that dude's a pedophile. It's like, no, no, no. It's kind of more like a vampire where for him to take over, you need to let him in. Yeah. He 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 he's not gonna rape you. He's just wants... when, when do you have been more of a pedophile whenever he was whenever he had the whole thing with all the kids around the ring? Singing I got the whole world in my hands. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, creeping the hell out of John Cena. <laughs> that was kind of weird. See, that's why I, I people <clears throat> I, I didn't get it because the first time I heard that, someone goes, "Oh, oh uh, someone said, like said something like, oh, my kid knows that Bray Wyatt's supposed to be a pedophile.'" She goes, "Why is there a pedophile on TV?" I'm like, "I don't think a kid said that one." I don't think so either. That doesn't make 
that's you projecting on him, mm-hmm. which says a lot more about you than it says about the character. Because I don't get pedophile. I don't get it either. I get psychopath. Yep. Somebody that's very mentally disturbed. I'll grant you that. I, you know, he 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 wants um. Uh, I, I say he wants love, I think, but he doesn't want to be loved. But you know, he doesn't want love. You know what I'm saying? No, I think he. I think he. Well, I think he wants to be loved. I think that's the idea behind the character. But he yeah. doesn't. But he's not, and he just constantly is hurt. I I do hope. Well, the sad thing though is he is loved. <laughs> I, I do hope that a wrinkle in this is much like the the faces of Foley. He reverts back to old Bray and then even possibly Husky Harris. <laughs> the three faces of Rotunda. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean the the whole the whole gimmick right now is that he has split personality. It makes perfect sense for him to go back and to be Husky Harris and to be uh, cult leader Bray. Yeah, but the whole thing with that, though, is you got to make sure they stay different. There's got to be something to make them all different. Really, maybe the, the best thing would be like Husky is the actual person. Well, see, if you go you know, technically, Husky is kind of the, the the real person because, you know, uh, Bray Wyatt, you know, he did interviews where he said Husky is a conduit for kind of crazy mm-hmm. shit Matt Hardy did, you know, right before even before Matt was doing the whole that whole crazy shit, uh, you know, yep. Okay, uh, I think we. Uh, I, I I know you're ready to end it, and I think we need to soon because my computer is starting to act funny. Gotcha. Then we'll cut it off. Uh, maybe shoot for again next Thursday. Uh, yeah, I'd be twelve to eight again next week. So yeah, that would be fine. Okay, let's shoot for that. Uh, thank you, everybody that uh, joined us uh, online. Uh, thanks for everybody that's catching us on the down low. Uh, we appreciate everybody that uh, listens. Uh, oh, please... by the way. Yes. Mm-hmm. By the way, um, go to uh, people if you want to listen uh, or son of a bitch. No, I can't get it open. That, uh, that one... FM thing you sent me to. Oh, it's been so long since I sent that. I forgot about what it was. We'll talk about it next week when I okay. can actually bring it up without, because like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to crash still. So. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, please go out, rate, subscribe, and uh, review. That will help us all a lot. Uh, so before Classic Crashes, Please go tell your brother, tell your sister, tell your mother, tell your father, tell your grandma, tell your grandpa, tell everybody you know for Sean Big Daddy Brown. This is Michael Glossick. And that was a shoot. Deuces. Check one, two, three.